Welcome to Volatron, where uh, uh, Yulia and I try to break down what's going on towards the German elections, because, you know, uh, we got elections coming up. Woo! September 26th. I mean, they've been announced the whole time. That's when we all got vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, no. Get ready. Ob- yeah, obviously not. But you mean September 26th of like, in like four years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And like how you just did like your your calculator for when I you're going to get your vaccine. It's like maybe within the next two months. Yeah, I doubt that. I, <laughs> there won't be a letter. Like there wasn't a letter when I wanted to go to Hogwarts. There won't be a letter when I want to go <laughs> get a vaccine. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so problems of millennials. Eh? <laughs> Damn. I, I feel you, queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week is a little bit more laid back. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff going on with like vaccine madness and whatnot that we talked about that already uh Last episode, episode beforehand, yeah. it's somewhere in the back catalog. Yeah. Listen to it. I think we did a very good job. Um, it's quite funny to me that uh, there are more scandals coming out against Genspan. Yep. Of I think I joked of warehouses of vaccines appearing, but there <laughs> are in fact warehouses of vaccines of Germans not wanting to take it. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, you and I are not going to be getting it probably of the 1.4 million that are just in warehouses. Aww. Yeah. I take all the AstraZeneca's. Just give them to me. Just you know, like whip whip all of them up. Germans you know? don't want them. <laughs> yeah. Just give me a little cocktail of you know Sputnik Five. Mm. Uh, 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 sign of oh, what is it? Yes, Sinovac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AstraZeneca. Definitely. I don't want BioNTech. You know, actually, contrary <laughs> to what the Germans think, I don't think it'll work. Because you're different. <laughs> Not that. I think that then it'll just be the thing of like how a Mercedes works. Of like you buy it, it works perfectly fine for a year and then just completely breaks don't, down. Don't tell that people. They might believe that. <laughs> just saying. Have you ever owned or driven a German car? No. Exactly. And I you're mean, German. Driven, probably. Yeah. No, wait, a Ford? No, it's not German. Technically, it is. Yeah, technically. But technically not. Yeah. Because the... Ford Galaxy spaceship. Ford, damn, son. I know. No, Ford's weird. jealous. (laughs) Ford's a really weird one because they set up operations in Germany as a German company with, because their European market's so big. But it's Fordism, so it's America, right? But it's an American company, yeah. Yeah. But they offer completely different cars in in Germany Mm -hmm. than they do in the United States. Yeah, like galaxies. Yeah. Like the Ford Galaxy, exactly. Um... Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we're not talking about uh, if German engineering is a good or bad thing. Um, no. I've made a very uh, stupid Twitter post about this <laughs> if you like earlier this week, and some people got very mad at me about it. Oh, um, but yeah, we're talking about uh, Germany's furthest left-wing party in oh. parliament, you know, coincidentally called the left Yay. or Die Linke. Um, and they recently had their party congress. And there wasn't too much of a surprise that happened in terms nope. of policy-wise, endorse, uh, officially endorsing the uh, appropriation of Deutsche Wohnen. Yep, uh, which right we, now, currently, the, yeah, sorry. Which we uh, did a full episode on uh, two mm-hmm. weeks ago with mm-hmm. uh, Tom McGath from Deutsche Wohnen Co. and Eignen. Uh, please check that out if you want to learn more about the appropriation of housing yeah. and uh, the projects that are going on in Berlin to... Uh, possibly, you know, to combat higher rents, to combat, uh, you know, uh, these massive landlord, you know, uh, landlord, uh, uh, companies that are speculating on property, we could just fairly yeah. call it what it is. So the left officially endorsed this, which I thought was quite interesting, mm-hmm. and then uh, chose their two heads of party who yeah. could theoretically, in some weird turn of events, yeah. become Bundeskanzler. <laughs> 
Well, yeah. In <laughs> I, theoretically. <laughs> very theoretically. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. First of all, like right now they are working on on actually uh, like a bill, um, like their own uh, uh, blueprint of a of a bill for the Deutsche Wohnen in Eignen, yeah. which I should mention. Um, also, yeah, six hundred delegates online uh, party congress uh, worked out better than the CDU one. <laughs> Actually, That's more not discussions. saying much, though, except for that the CDU really had to hammer it in that they just kept using the word digitalization and then just kept having technical difficulties. Of course, that's what the CDU is. I mean, I actually watched sense. the CDU one yeah, and I, I didn't. didn't watch the Linka one. And yeah. uh, like, to be very honest, because like better speeches at the Linka one. I, I bet it's better speeches. It's like I don't find it as fun to watch something that you agree with. Like, what am I going to be like, yeah, good job, guys. Like, but Yeah, you can sit there with, like, a flag. And yeah, no, that's, like, like kind of corny to me. <laughs> like, watching the city one was like, damn, like, one, racism everywhere. <laughs> Digitalization with technical, like, it was it was an event. Sebastian Kurz gave a speech. Wow. Uh, what's her name from uh, Belarus? Yeah, yeah. Svetlana Tiranovskaya gave a speech that, like, said nothing. Yay. Donald Tusk also gave a speech, and I found out he speaks, like, the funniest German. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Way more of an event. Like, what? Like, Sorry. the left is going to talk about, like, hey, we're, like, we're leftists. Yeah, Woo! That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, and, yeah, they actually said goodbye to Katja Kipping and Bernd Rixinger after eight years of being the hat, uh, the Doppelspitze, double hat, double... The double-headed eagle. Double-headed eagle of, eagle of, of the, the Linke. Yeah. <laughs> die Linke. Uh, yeah, die Linke is actually Albanian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're red. That's why they're red. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they did elect new party uh, heads of the party, and it's yeah. again a doppelspitze, so a double double, double headed eagle. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, this time it's two women actually, uh, which they're in 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 the Alpha des Gefechtes. So like in all the fucking like euphoria, they um, celebrated it as being the first. But they weren't the first. No, the nineties. Uh, the nineties did it. No, the <laughs> Greens did it in the nineties. Yeah, actually. But still, I mean, it doesn't happen that often. So, yeah, and they didn't. Uh, they didn't compete against each other because they run on two different lists. Girl power. One of them, yeah. One of them being the Crota list for women. Um, uh, Janine uh, Wisla ran on mm -hmm. this that list, and Zulane Henig Vesel um, on the other on the normal mix the mixed list. So yeah. yeah. So um, I think that this is kind of a good point to start of the thing to kind of hammer in about the left is okay they have their two party heads that come from different wings of the party mm -hmm. and while every single party i would say in germany and in most countries let's just be honest have different factions that then are within it the thing i think is the most interesting about the left is that they're explicitly a governing wing of the party and then a non-governing wing of the party yeah. and um these two uh, heads of the party represent then both of these factions. Yeah, yeah we can start with the more uh, like parliamentary, parliamentary, yeah. no, more also more um, famous one. If in you're a leftist, Germany. the revisionist, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Susanne Hennig Wesel. Um, she is um, from Thuringen. Oh, she is in in parliament in Thuringen. Yeah. So she works under the government of State Minister. Um, Bodo, Bodo Ramelow, Ramelow. Yeah. exactly. And she's quite known for an incident that happened actually one year ago, exactly, Ooh, do tell. in February. Well, now we have March, but in February. And it was the incident that um, during the elections of the new head of a state, um, 
the FTP guy, Kemmerich, was elected by the help of AfD votes. And it was actually, they had like a talk with the AfD before and hey, we can like... Yeah. We can fight the left. Yeah, that that, that you know, join forces. brown liberal coalition that exactly. exists all the time. Yep. That's currently existing with the Deutsche Wohnen und Eigenen tearing down of posters that Nazis are helping tear down yes. the posters. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Y'all are Capital cucked. and fascism, huh? Yeah. <laughs> How does that go together? I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. So it was expected that Ramelow would win this election because nobody expected the FTP, FTP to be so sus. <laughs> so, um, Susanne uh, brought flowers for Ramelow and then when it turned out that uh, he didn't get elected and Kemmerich got elected, she went uh, up to the front to well, congratulate him, but not really congratulate him, and threw the flowers in front of his feet. And we stand a queen. Yes, we yeah. do. That was a It was a cool, cool moment, yeah. A cool moment, yeah, definitely. It, even, it got some like international attention yeah. and whatnot. Um, and then they had a like they recorded the re-election re- yeah, because yeah. the FDP on like state level said, "Ooh, shit, we can't do that." Like, uh, like you guys, uh, like you guys, we, you, we have, we can... you can't publicly do <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly, <laughs> only behind uh, closed doors. Yeah. Um, so Susanne, <laughs> calling them by the first names. <laughs> Doing the, the, the Kieran tactic of every politician's your friend. <laughs> yeah. So Susanne from Thüringen. Um, now she actually, yeah, she um, she is quite pragmatic when it comes to the left party and her position when it comes to governing because she is in a in the government in the parliament in in uh, what's it called Thüringen. Um, and she she kind of like wants to do the Thüringer Weg, so the Thüringen. Way, way. <laughs> sounds stupid. Um, which would combine activism and electoralism, uh, like a synthesis of both. Saying, okay, so being a left wing party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much. yeah, we can stand here and support the unions or like the strikes and shit like that. And then in what it's a quote in the afternoon we go and sign um, bills with other politicians. So yeah. and then we go drink a beer. I think she said that. I mean, that's, that's cool. That's <laughs> Sounds fine. Like fun. Yeah. I fuck with that. Yeah. That's all right. So uh, the left is also kind of like, I think maybe you want to talk about that now because there's always this kind of thing of like Bundeswehr Einsätze, so the army, the German army. And Susanne Hennig Wessel is more kind of like, okay, she said she would agree with Blue Hammered uh, missions. Yeah. So peace miss- miss- missions, in, in quotes, <laughs> you know, the UN. Um, that never works that well. <laughs> but yeah, you you have like new information on that as well. Yeah, this is one of the weirdest things. So I didn't watch the entire interview because I'm smart and I'm not going to waste <laughs> my fucking time with this because yeah. um, like I said, I'm, I, um, I, I, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to waste my time watching any Tilo Jung shit because he's a horrible journalist. Yeah. So there's an interview that Tilo Jung did with Susanna Henning Vezo that, um, he does. There's this very typical thing I think of just German men in general, mm. or maybe German like men in German media. Because I noticed that the Deutsche Welle dude who interviewed Falka Petri does this, mm-hmm. where they ask these gotcha questions, mm-hmm. and then obviously in the sense of his, like they know that it's going to make the person look bad before going into it, mm. and like that is first off just super disingenuous, yeah. like. He asked. Um, he asked her which uh, 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 deployments of the Bundeswehr, so the German military, yeah. would she end? And she said Afghanistan, but then didn't really name any other ones because let's just be honest: 
No one can name all the countries that Germany is currently involved in yeah, because Germany is involved in like 13 things that you never hear about. Mm-hmm. Like the only other one that yeah. then maybe you occasionally hear about is Mali. Yeah. Mali. All right. Do you like there are German troops in Djibouti. There are German in troops in, well? in Somalia. There yeah. are German troops in Turkey and Greece. Oh. There are German troops in Portugal. You know, there's German troops in like other like like in Syria. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's German troops in 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 in. Um, Afghanistan, and then not to mention the sense of how Germany, which um, uh, Ted uh, Knutson pointed this out on, a, yeah. on an episode that we did with him, of how Germany allows the United States to then you know do drone strikes mm-hmm. from this country oh, as yeah. well. Yeah. So does that count or not with then German involvement in things? Mean, Germany's not involved does. in Iraq, but they also sell weapons to the Indians. You know, like exactly. like they it's sell a weapons. They let people do drone strikes, like the US yeah. Trump they're a NATO member. They're an yeah. imperialist, you know, power. This yeah, and that exactly. and that. It's I mean, simply like her her response was that then she's like, no, I don't like, I don't think that there should be any, you know, that the Bundeswehr just shouldn't be doing, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, deployments. Yeah. Like, what is the reason for it? Because yeah. either the reason is to help the United States imperialism yeah. or to help friends in colonialism, <laughs> yes. like just straight up, like, hey, we're having a problem in like Mali. <laughs> Do the French always do that? I don't know. They it's so that stupid. No. <laughs> it's like, it's, hey, we have a they're problem. They're still there. I know. They're still fucking there, you know? <laughs> what the fuck? So it's just, it's really like, it was really just mind-boggling of me of like, obviously the left in general is against military deployments, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. As most, I feel that that's like probably one of the most like, you know, normal, pol- not, I mean, not that I think that the left has abnormal policies, but <laughs> the policy that I think most Germans identify with is a sense of like, we don't want to be bugged with other yeah. people's stuff. Yeah. And um, I think it is genuinely a topic that does disgust most Germans is the fact of like, oh, like, wait, Germany's in Mali? Like, wait, since when? Yeah, oh, yeah. since like 2004. Oh, nobody talks okay. About that. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Nobody talks about. Yeah. That. I don't know if it's. I mean, don't quote me on the year. I think no, it's like I a know. little bit. I think it's yeah, a little bit yeah, later, yeah. but still. Or like that. Yeah. Every German will tell you. Well, the United States wasn't part of the coalition of the willing. It's like technically no, they weren't. But Germany is also, you know, in Afghanistan and in Syria, yeah, yeah. and the Germany sends a shit ton of uh, merc like helps send a shit ton of mercenaries to. Oh, these things that are contracted out as former, like obviously it's not the country, but it's people who are like former mm. uh, KSK members and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who are former, you know, special forces and whatnot, who have then ended up and not, you know, you can obviously then talk about Germany's, um, you know, massive uh, armament of the entire world, yeah. and you know, the responsibility of that. <laughs> Look, Germany. we're not actively, we're not actively, you know, selling the, yeah, we're just weapons. selling tanks to Turkey <laughs> yeah, and Saudi yeah, Arabia course, yeah. missile. No, they don't sell missiles, but you know, selling yeah. Saudi Arabia arms to commit war yeah, crimes in yeah. Yemen and whatnot. That's just. Uh, passive uh, involvement (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. so i think it's like i think it's unfair to simply just target like tilo young did the dumb guy thing of like what you're against nato name every like nato nato deployment ever (laughs) it's like dude you can just like be against it and like not name a single one i don't care like anyone with half a brain doesn't matter where they are yeah. right now. It's just like if you genuinely like if this is your you know your your conviction. Also, as a party, you don't have to name every single fucking deployment. Yeah. Oh, you like you're a feminist. Name every woman. Yeah. Like, exactly. Exactly. And the answer is obviously yeah. Whitney Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. I'm every woman. Yeah. <laughs> true. So um, 
Yeah, it was just like, and this is this is a thing that I mean, Tilo Young is, is not a journalist. He is a kid who goes around heckles people for interviews and then yeah. gets them because he's. Gotcha. <laughs> no, I mean like that is how he does his thing. Is that yeah. he just like he posts so much content and he has enough of a following that then people come onto his show, yeah. and he's not good at actually anything of journalistic integrity because. He can't ask questions. Like he doesn't know anything about he the topics. He's that young he ha- and naive. Yeah, no. He, like <laughs> actually, it's really funny. I showed I showed young and naive. Like I didn't show yeah. young and naive, but I um, my flatmate asked about some politician. I can't mm-hmm. remember who, and they found an interview that they did with uh, Tilo Young. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I found him on this on this young and naive thing, and uh, he asked, "Is this a bit?" Because the show is called <laughs> Young and Naive. That he's purposely stupid, and I'm like, no, that he's just he genuinely is yeah. that dumb. So. Yeah, I think that it's very unfair that then that immediately from something like that that we're already kind of trying to see from a party that is not going to do well, you know, that you are like having this attacking from the like center left. I would say Tilo Young is like a like thinks he's he's, progressive, but it's like probably like between like SPD or FDP. Like his only issue that he cares about is like smoking weed, which is very on brand for some fucking, you know, dipshit dude who looks like a BVS student. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah, some really weird takes you can see on Twitter. They're probably deleted now, but people have screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> like some really, really stupid takes. Yeah. So but I mean like that's this is this is not even a week after the, the, yeah. the party congress and we're um, already having a, yeah. a quote unquote journalist trying to attack then the left so for one of their better yeah, policies. Yeah. Like one yeah. of their policies that I think most Germans would yeah, actually... Yeah, what is Tila Young doing? Saying like, yeah, I love war. Send all the troops or something. Like, I don't know. So, I don't know, dude. He sucks. Yeah, it was unnecessary. This is an anti-Tilo Young zone. Yes. So yeah, this, yeah, whatever the equivalent of the no-flex zone is for Tilo Young. <laughs> that's that. But back to the left. Yes. Yeah, gl- glad that I got that finally out of my system on an episode. <laughs> I talk so much shit about him just in <laughs> private. Yeah. That um now yeah now it's on record <laughs> yeah Tilo Young come at me homie <laughs> this is a this is an invitation to something <laughs> but yeah since we have the double headed eagle um, <laughs> we forever say yes. that now the Doppelspitzer yeah um, the, we have the left another... party is Albania yes <laughs> we have another candidate um, this candidate is not as known as Susanne and um, her name is Janine Wissler. She is uh, head of a faction uh, of the left uh, faction in Hessen. Um, and she is more of the, well, of the opposition side of this whole spectrum, spe- spectrum yeah, yeah, of the left party. So you can also tell that from her speech. Her speech was a lot about class and class struggle and hard sphere. So unemployment, the money, like the program we have mm-hmm. in Germany for unemployment uh, and all the kind of like soci- uh, socioeconomic disadvantages and societal cleavages we have in Germany, especially like in the crisis right now, because it gets especially notable in a in a yeah. in a crisis oh, like yeah. this. You would um, say what? You mean that that a Marxist has a Marxist critique of capitalism? Exactly. What? Yeah. Damn, so, that's crazy. She's also been a member of Group Marx Twenty One. I don't yeah. know about that much, um, unfortunately, but um, Google it, um, and you can tell that from her speech as well. So she is, yeah, she is a Marxist. Um, I w- I would say and. You can actually um, tell from from the last sentence of a speech. You can actually tell the uh, problem, or not the problem, but but the situation of the left party in Germany. This, you know, this 
struggling between you know they're having an identity like they've yeah. had an identity crisis i mean exactly i think that then to, to clear this up for people who don't know is that so the left party is like seen by many as the continuation party of the sed which yeah. was the ruling party of east germany there is obviously truth in this they did break away from then the sed they became two parties and then um one of them eventually became uh what is now die linke Mm-hmm. And so there has been, I would say, since they have had this rebranding under the left, this, uh, you know, one and attempting to be accepted by West German, like in West German democratic yeah. fields is difficult for them, obviously. Yeah. And secondly, that. In the East, they govern like they govern in Turingen. Yeah, they are yeah. the governing party. Yeah. Uh, they're in a coalition. Yeah. Maybe we should mention that. Yeah, Janine Nisler would be the West uh, yeah. Linke, left mm-hmm. leftist, like um, a member of the party. And Susanne uh, Henning Veso is uh, yeah uh, the East the German. East. Yeah. yeah, and they actually do quite. I mean, it's, it's really funny that you can just see on a map where they do mm-hmm. well. Is that in yeah. former East German yeah. states they do quite well in elections, along with the CDU, yeah. and then. In the West, they do quite poorly. Yeah, that's true. You know, because either the SPD has that social democratic vote already kind of locked down, or there's an anti-East sentiment of that, then this was the former SED party. Um, Obviously, their platform is significantly different from the Marxism-Leninism of the SED in the GDR. And to be very fair, there are a lot of very good politicians who existed from the left's party, uh, Gregor Gysi, one of the most popular people uh, currently in the mm-hmm. left or in in uh, uh, Die Linke, uh, was a former SED party member and yeah. a lawyer within it. Yeah. Like he's very well known that he was had this involvement there. And I yeah. wouldn't say that then in any sense it can cont- contaminates his message of what no. you know his yeah. his very much worker oriented um, politic is. And he is you know, kind of that guy that I was always, up until recently, he's been much more quiet. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of like yeah. letting the way go for like younger yeah, people yeah, in his party. Yeah. But he was always mm-hmm. the dude who would give like these like good like one-liners in parliament yeah. or in speeches and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he has a very charismatic person. Yeah. He's very, yeah. Plus he's, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a nice guy. Um, well, it's interesting that you mentioned that because um, actually there are a lot of, um, you could see that uh, at this uh, party congress, um, there were a lot of young uh, women now like thriving for, for higher positions in the party, which mm-hmm. will be interesting in the future to see if it like has influence on the party's uh, politics. No. Yeah, we will see. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I said, like Janine Wisla, uh, in her speech, like kind of ended the speech saying that the left will uh, today and tomorrow stand for concrete reforms, um, but also for um, the will to change the, the society, like f- um, from 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 the, below, from below, yeah, yeah so like from the bottom on, movement. yeah, from the bottom, yeah, on. yeah. And 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 in its all like in its in its whole like uh, kind of like the aim to change yeah. society uh, capitalist society. She's clearly uh, an anti-capitalist. Yeah, I think that in the sense that's that's interesting with the left is that they are kind of the encapsulation of like a where like Bernie and Corbyn have bigger parties to exist in within like Labour and the. Bernie's not a Democrat, but he exists within, like, the realm yeah. of, like, progressive Democrats. The SPD's never been able to, like, hold, like, to have a grasp of that. And it's kind of interesting how Die Linke has been the one who have tried to take that Bernie and Corbyn momentum yeah. and try to turn it into something of theirs. 
Um, I know that this was kind of a thing that then some other countries tried. I know that then like Giannis with his like DM movement mm-hmm. tried to do, it, but DM is like falling apart currently internally and externally. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and you know you do have some left wing part, more left wing parties like we talked about that in Portugal and whatnot, who have had mm-hmm. you know been in governing coalitions and whatnot. But there was never the same tapping into this type of at least at least from my perspective i think that the left has really been trying to tap into this energy very recently mm-hmm. of this um you know grassroots movement organization yep. with then the sense of like a strong party structure sort of thing mm-hmm. under then a lot of the similar aesthetics of you know corbin and sanders yeah. like they very much look to those two movements as being like the things that they want to emulate yeah or the spd is not doing that no i mean you have a faction of the linker that is called the bewegungslinker that is like based on movements and tries to yeah. like em- employ uh deploy uh I d- not employ. no deployments <laughs> no military deployments deploy uh, identity politics as well so like kind of like movements you know yeah, yeah, of course in that sense so yeah but identity politics are not devoid no, no, of no. Yeah, of leftism exactly. it's just yeah. that liberal identity politics are problematic yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so overdo it don't overdo it <laughs> yeah, yeah and i think that then one of the most interesting like like kind of the perfect example that you mentioned that there is mm-hmm. this like bevegung like the movement yeah. fra- uh, fraction of the party the left is one of the weirdest where there's a fraction who does not want to govern whatsoever and they're kind of like which in my opinion is kind of silly because like they're like literally waiting for the socialism button to just like be pressed and then they'll govern and then <laughs> like there's the communist the- platform or <laughs> Yeah, not even yeah. communist platform. You can be a communist and still be willing to, yeah, that's true. to yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, be in, in parliament in a capitalist country, obviously. Like mm-hmm. that is there is a, a, a sense of you know tenant of, of you know Leninism that then does have electoral wings, but that's yeah. not the only wing, obviously. Like you can't depend solely on oh, electoralism yeah. and you can't depend solely on you know, being in opposition. Look at Nick uh, defending the Thuringer way. <laughs> I, I I do think that that's the only way, like to be very okay. fair, I think it's yeah. the only way to then be somewhat productive in this because being in opposition on at any, in any chance whatsoever, I'm not saying that then you have to be pragmatic. You can still like, you know, stand, yeah. stand your ground and whatnot. I, yeah. I think, sorry, can I? I think that, yeah, yeah, go for yeah, it. That's the problem though. I think that's, that's a fear that a lot of leftists have is, because if you're in a coalition, you have to do compromises. Always. There will be compromises. And um, I mean, we I can look at the thing like, like... I'm just saying people are yeah, afraid I mean, to... That, that you know, something that was left before joins a coalition and then turns into... Or just into governs like a without a coalition like Syriza and just becomes neoliberal. Yeah, yeah we've seen or that, it. Yeah, or that. Yeah. I get it. I know. I get the fear. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Especially in a system like uh, under like a capitalist system that we have and where the, like all the dynamics and everything functions i i again like i said i understand (laughs) i understand i understand completely however i would much rather have than the potential of a a red red green coalition like we see in berlin where actually things like like get brought up like deutsche wohnen and eignen like um you know uh, uh potential things like like uh restructuring how uh public transit then like like the yeah. pricing system of public transit which the greens and, and sorry like the greens and the spd are never going to bring up yeah, you know yeah. and like the spd no, no, yeah, I, especially I with 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 you know the the appropriation thing in berlin have very much tried to like weasel their way out of it yeah that's actually an argument someone made um during the party congress i think is without 
the left in in Berlin in this coalition, yeah. there wouldn't have been like the first round of of the Deutsche Bund and Eignen. Um, yeah, it's it's also due to the left that they didn't fail. So now we're in the second round, um, like trying to get more mm -hmm. uh, signatures. Yeah. So yeah, and that is also because the left was in a governing position here. Yeah. Also, Berlin. quick shout out to Deutsche Wohnen and yes. Eignen. Yeah. Uh, if you are in Berlin and you are not a part of the campaign already, uh, yeah. go do and it. do Join. it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we have an episode on, uh, on it that is called uh, on the main Corner Spatey feed called yeah. uh, "The '90s Are Dead: Long Live the '90s," where we had Tom McGath <laughs> come on, kind of give us an update. Mm -hmm. It's cool. It's a good thing, and this is one of the, the policies that the left has brought into a parliamentary sense in uh, yeah. Berlin, and uh, have made a, a platform of their of their party on a national level. Now, here's where it gets even like more interesting. I think mm -hmm. is that we are kind of talking about a party that will never be governing. Yeah, let's just be realistic yeah. here. As much as I would like. As much as I like the policies of the left, I think that they're I, like I think that if they were like rebranded slightly different, they'd be much more appealing because there is a stigma against Die Linke. Yeah, there is a stigma against leftism in Germany. Actually, especially in like West Germany, there are still parts of the SPD that say they would never work with Die Linke yeah. because of SED. Uh, yeah past or something like that or yeah, that's that's basically their argument. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's, it's like this really like ingrained kind of i don't know fear of socialism or whatever the west yeah well i think it's like i mean obviously first and foremost it comes from like a very and distorted of course gdr yeah like past so yeah it comes with a horribly yeah. distorted view of that the gdr was just yeah. as bad as nazi germany oh yeah, yeah of course which yeah. i mean is just historically inaccurate and yeah. is like kind of a nazi argument yeah, yeah, to be very it's honest the unfortunate thing that when we talk about things like the gdr or like other you know communist countries uh former communist countries that because they're not there anymore they're always like seen as the losers so there must be a reason it's always like i don't know it's always because they were bad yeah it's it's a very one-sided view in in a lot of like these debates is that it was bad it was just bad you stand in lines or something which like you, you're queuing for yeah. bread or something that's that's all people talk while about, we say and, during a pandemic where literally everyone's queuing, queuing for everything. fucking everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or um, that, I mean, you know, the United States can't provide basic goods yeah. for people right now. Let's I mean, just think people about don't that. talk about literacy or like housing or anything like that that was provided. In, yeah, or even <laughs> the sense of like your access to food. Yeah. Like, let's just be real here. Like everyone talks about, oh, bread lines. And like that was a very small period of time that existed mm -hmm. in the you know what are called what is called the iron curtain you know yeah. like that was during like what shortages during the 70s mm -hmm. something like that yep. and then of course during the russian civil war obviously because you're in a fucking civil war yeah so no i i i i i agree in the sense that there's like the distortions of how the east is looked that there is a very uncritical for a country that then pretends that they're critical about everything mm -hmm. there's a very uncritical one-sided view of the history of East Germany to where they like they also equate the Berlin Wall with being as bad as the Holocaust. Like there's something wrong I with know, this country. I know. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely you something know, very wrong. <laughs> you know, so um and I think that then an honest like I mean, yeah, again, was 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 East Germany like an authoritarian one party state? Yeah. Like as a leftist who like thinks that there's a lot of things that East Germany did well yeah. uh providing basic necessities for people. Yeah. 
Uh, I can admit that I think that like from a like the way that it was governed was like not great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, of course. But um, you know, the Stasi was bad. No one's gonna fucking yeah. tell you unless like a weird like you know fourteen year old tanky is gonna be <laughs> like, like, yeah, Stasi is so cool. Yeah, Stasi. Nah, like it doesn't make you on. any doesn't make you any less <laughs> of like a Marxist or like a Marxist yeah, Leninist yeah. or whatever to admit that like yeah no the security apparatus of East Germany was like kind of ridiculous. Yeah, of course. Does the U.S. and East and West Germany not also have ridiculous security apparatus yeah. that we don't talk about? Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. Well, that's the thing, yeah. But you don't talk about it the way that you talk about something that is in the past and, yeah. and lost in that sense, you know? Yeah, I don't remember. The Stasi did not murder uh, Fred Hampton. Let's just say that. Yeah, let's, let's say that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think I think that it's it's always, like... I think we kind of kind of like like leave it at this. Mm-hmm. This is more just like a laid back conversation. I think of like the entity that is yeah. Die Linke. I I think I have to like like leave this with the thing that if I could vote in Germany, mm. I would vote for this party. Um, yeah. I think that in terms of you know we can debate forever and always if they're a yeah. socialist party or not, or if they're just social well, democrats. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I really don't. The best choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but you know uh, yeah. the SPD is becoming sorry, more conservative. Yeah, yeah. The Greens are a mess, which we yeah. are going to do a massive fucking <laughs> you know two parter on the on the yeah. Greens. And the FDP is uh, Christian Lindner. <laughs> the FDP literally. I mean, oh my anyway. god, that's what I wanted to say. So yeah. Kemmerich, we talked yeah. about very oh, yeah. briefly earlier. Yeah. The thing that I love about the FDP is that they've transformed. I know that we didn't want to talk about the FDP at all. We were going to try to avoid it's this, okay. but this is we're at the end of this, so I can just yeah. kind of talk about this yeah. tidbit. So Kemmerich, who was the like you know uh, head of Turingen for like a week until they mm-hmm. did re-elections. Yeah. Um, if you don't don't know, during Corona, he's become a very one-issue candidate. As in, not really a candidate, he's not running, but a one-issue yeah. politician. And that one issue has been reopening hair salons <laughs> because he owns a chain of hair salons. Yeah, that sounds accurate. <laughs> and the thing that I just love so much with the FDP is that they've made their entire identity around very dumb single issues. Yeah. And I just can't wait for when these can't work anymore because they pick ones that don't fucking matter. Like keeping Tega open like <laughs> that was fine so airport like, you know but like who gives a yeah, shit i don't know and now it's closed yeah so. now no, it's open for vaccines yeah um or like digitalization something they just like ran under a brand name yeah. under like i mean literally just like made it their brand well they had one single sexy issue and that was christian Lindner. yeah you know like a man who in any other like in any uh, other country would be like a four out of ten on the hot scale know, because he's the only one who's like well, under 50 <laughs> Exactly. With politicians, you you know you you um, you accept the like lowest. Yeah, you either you have, you, yeah you, you have Christian Linder to pick from, or you have yeah. Jens Spahn, who <laughs> literally looks like Buster from Arrested Development. And um, I just like love that. Then yeah, so he made his one issue during Corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the hair the hair salon thing, which I love. Oh, like wow. it's so typical of this party. That's such a yeah FTP thing yeah. to do. Um, yeah, so I think what we can say uh, to sum it up, it will be interesting to see how these like um, two women will govern the party um, yeah. to see where that leads, because especially because you have them from like a bit of two opposite parts of the party and like yeah. factions of the party. One who's more in favor of the opposition position, even though she didn't say it like that. Yeah, still, I mean, you know, it's obvious. Saying, okay, yeah. we want to change society from its like roots. Yeah, <laughs> want to change all of it, <laughs> kind of. Um, but I mean, she 
mentioned reforms. Um, and the other um, person that is already in, uh, like in a parliament, in in a governing position, that has experience in that way, and not in the sense of um, of an opposition, but of a, yeah, yeah. I think that too. We'll we'll revisit the left when we get closer and closer to how polls are doing like the left is doing not yeah. well right now they're at around six seven percent yeah especially in the west they're uh, yeah oh they're, um they had like rheinland Pfalz today and uh, baden-württemberg and they're around like six to yeah that's no surprise though yeah so which they both have elections this, this, this weekend baden-württemberg is um Green, uh, of yeah. course, the the biggest the biggest boys in the yeah, in the room. The Greens who are practically yeah. the CDU. CDU yeah. is the second, and then it's fucking AfD. That doesn't surprise right me at now. all, though. And then uh, uh, SPD. So yeah, um, AfD are on like. 11, you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me that then a state that is just like predestined for like hyper conservatism? <laughs> I know. I mean, even the Greens in that state are the Greens black. are like yeah, the like, Greens are the CDU, CDU yeah. conservative. <laughs> so and we'll yeah we'll definitely do an update on then those elections because although they're like you know localized Western states, they yeah. like could potentially show then like all right, the Greens are already in. Uh, control in Baden-Württemberg. It's not to yeah. say that then like, oh, the Greens are magically yeah. doing well. They, they've they been doing no, no, well in that already, state. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I like think Rheinland-Pfalz would be interesting uh, because they have a, um, a current, you know, the traffic light coalition yeah. of the uh, SPD. Yeah, and uh, SPD Greens is still like leading um, the polls in, in Rheinland-Pfalz currently. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the current coalition and it looks, though is I think the, slightly better for the left there as well. Yeah, because yeah. It's, it's, but they're not going to but they're it's not going to get a cute little into, state. <laughs> yeah, I really so doubt that they're going to get into a sense of a governing coalition yeah, though yeah, in these yeah, states. No, no. But what I was going to say about yeah. then what gets interesting is that then I'm curious in in how so about a red, red, green coalition, if we were to ever then get there, let's say that the left pulls just Beautiful. high enough and the CDU drop, which, I mean, to be very fair, how the CDU is not dropping off the face of the earth right now after just corruption yeah, scandal and the uh, um, vaccine scandal and then a second corruption scandal. Maybe uh, people still equated with Merkel. <laughs> they do, of course. Yeah. But like even Merkel has like not been I doing know, well. I know, but, but so the she's potential been there for the people for sixteen years. Oh my god, yeah. I'm just I I'm I'm, I know, I'm I know. just I'm over it, man. I know, I know. Come on, we said goodbye in our first Valotron. Yeah, episode. exactly. We we gave you our we we, we yeah. said adieu, Merkel, and adieu. that's that's it. Now leave. <laughs> even though, I get it, you have until September, but still, if not longer, because yeah. let's see how long it takes to make a coalition. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But but the closer I think it gets to the potential, if there was theoretically, you know, looking into the future, if the discussion of a red, red, green comes up, I'm wondering how much um, liberals are going to shit on Berlin and show yeah. that then like, see, this city doesn't function when the reality yeah. of it is, has been mostly the SPD just shitting on anything good. Yeah. And like the greens and the left, <laughs> like doing most of the legwork. Yeah. And to the point of that, then the, and they, then they were shitting on the left again the other day because the left shot down the idea of making um, Berlin a quote unquote, like carbon zero mm -hmm. city where you would have no, tr no cars allowed yeah. in um, like in the city center. Yeah. And the small caveats to that, obviously, is that, the, okay, there's an expansion of the S and the U-Bahn, fair, yeah. with no changes of pricing and whatnot. Wow. So if people don't know, it's Berlin's not the most expensive city in the world. It's more expensive than New York. Yeah, okay. 
that's come on yeah but i mean like compared to like london or something like that or even like other London's cities more expensive yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. even compared to like you know hamburg or munich or whatever berlin's yeah. like pretty cheap generally speaking mm-hmm. uh like a month a monthly tickets like 90 something like i think nine no, 92 euros now or something like it's not cheap you know, so there'd be no changes in pricing in that. And then parking would then be done how it's done in L.A., which is like market based pricings of oh. things, which I can understand from a leftist perspective yep. would be, OK, I get then the sense of, you know, wanting to then be carbon neutral, which to be mm-hmm. very fair is a trendy issue currently. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't yeah. think that the pollution from cars is not the problem that that is changing the world <laughs> right now sorry yeah and i do think that then berlin should take the initiatives of having more you know bike lanes this and that all good mm-hmm. um but making this in the sense of punishing people on a market level for yeah. uh um driving a car is just not realistic you know yeah. making parking then something that then only someone who can do who has money is like kind yeah, of shit always, yeah, yeah exactly that's so the solution i think that then that a lot of transport free yeah exactly that's, and the that's thing my of opinion. the thing of that then so there's i think that the closer that we get towards the election if yeah. the left does have some momentum there's going to be more articles written like this spiegel article that came out mm-hmm. the other day of like oh the left hates the climate it's like they don't hate yeah, the climate hate these the suggestions are just stupid yeah. you know they're good in like like they're good it, like they, it's a good intention it's, with a horrible yeah. execution yeah. like market-based exactly. executions are bad yeah. yeah it's so funny because then they say they have headlines like that, but when it comes to like considering, for example, workers in in coal mines or something like that. Uh, wait, what did I want to say? Uh, no, that's the same argument. Oh no, it? you're talking no. about the sense of with with um seeing like you no, know, yeah, exactly. Because then it's like people, okay, people fighting for like closing, of course, like yeah. Um, and then with like Ende would, and yeah, yeah exactly like yeah shout out um but then pe- uh, people would say well the the left doesn't pay attention to to workers or something like that and then when they pay attention to you know class and it's like oh they're, it's te- like, they're, they're they teaming hate the up. climate so you yeah. can't do it right yeah know? exactly or and there's like, like oh they're teaming up with the afd because some of these workers could be racist or exactly, whatever it's like yeah. wait what? like what the fuck are you talking about oh my about? god yeah people like are I, especially um, like the media <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's nerve-wracking very, it's a complex situation <laughs> so yeah on also like yeah. one other note speaking of the media in the terms of like left-wing mm. stuff and whatnot and i would argue that then while germany has good journalism as a whole like pretty good you know fine yeah. media landscape and whatnot compared to other countries there is a predisposition pre like a predisposition of a hatred of the left automatically because of just yeah. history. Like, yeah. you know, whatever oh, it yeah. is. Oh, yeah, 60s. Big, and big time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of the, um, I know that the show is in English, but one of Germany's like only national left-wing papers, mm-hmm. Neues Deutschland, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. is uh, kind of fighting for themselves to survive. Yeah. Um, they are um, a they are affiliated, of course, with Die Linke, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to like say that they're like you know completely independent of party politics, but um, they do good, you know, particularly in the sense of like I would say in terms of op eds and anti capitalist, mm-hmm. you know, reporting and, yeah. and stuff like that. It's also always uh, super well researched. It's it's like very yeah. you know informative. It's it's really good journalism. Left, yeah. leftist journalism. Yeah. So um, they're kind of fighting for their their survival at the moment. You know, uh, media. If you're not a financial paper, you're not doing quite well yeah. at this time. Yeah. And uh, we'll put a link for their um, Twitter page and whatnot yeah. in, the, the in the show also, notes. Yeah. Um, if you want to help out in any way whatsoever, um, 
they obviously need it. So yeah. that's just kind of one little shout out that I wanted to give for the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess on that note, yeah. we'll you know we're see done. you guys uh, after the elections in uh, Baden-Württemberg and Rheinland-Pfalz oh, and uh, <laughs> watch the world end with the green-black coalition that's obviously going to happen, <laughs> at least in, uh, in, in Baden-Württemberg, in because Baden-Württemberg, it already is the future and the future is hell. <laughs> yes. On that note, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>